0: two people talking from the heart about a common interest, each setting out what they have to offer. Admittedly, this is different from the ritualised job interview that many of us are familiar with. When the time came for Summers to write his autobiography, he called it One Train Later, because if he'd taken the next train along, he wouldn't have met Copeland, and none of his enchanted career would have happened. Clearly, it was one of those moments, when the entire course of his life could have gone one way or another, just as occurs in a job interview. Maybe you feel that Summers didn't interview for his job, that he succeeded by having a skill, in his case playing the guitar, and by honing that skill with hours of practice every day. You'd be right, but skills are never the full picture. It's more accurate to say Summers was fully prepared when his moment of destiny presented itself. He was at a point in his life where he knew what he was good at and could communicate it to a total stranger in a way that made him seem like the sort of person you would want around. This is a book about how you can learn to do exactly the same thing. Knowing Your Moment All the evidence is that these moments of life-changing destiny are most likely to present themselves in the form of a job interview. How you perform in that 30 to 90 minute window will determine what you do for a living, which in turn will shape much of your time on earth, including what you do all day. Approximately one third of your adult life is spent at work. If you don't enjoy your work, that's one third of your existence hammered with no refunds and no reruns. To put this into even sharper relief, Half the remaining two-thirds of your adult life is spent asleep, or maybe lying awake at night thinking about work. Where you live and what you see all day. Where we spend our limited time on this planet is determined largely by where we work, with 90% of us living within an hour of our job. Your job interview is going to determine what you see out of the window all day, be it a city skyline or sunrise over the Pacific at 35,000 feet. Your income. When a really good PA can earn more than a junior pilot, who cares about sunrises? Your life partner. If you go to nightclubs hoping to find that special someone, statistically you'll have more luck working behind the bar than on the dance floor. 19% of us meet our spouses at work. It's the most common place for love to start, by far. And should you get lucky with a colleague, You can rejoice in the fact that divorce rates are lower than average among couples who meet at work, probably because they have a common interest. When you'll die. There's a good reason your life assurance company asks you what you do for a living. It's a proven fact that whether you're a personal trainer or someone who sits down in an office all day, your health is subject to the physical impact of your job. Your social status You are what you do. Of all the professions, it seems doctors and nurses get most of our admiration and trust. Politicians and bankers, not so much. Your personal happiness. Job satisfaction is, of course, hugely important. Interestingly, more than one study has shown that if you want to be happily employed, you should pick up some scissors and learn to cut hair. Most hairdressing salon owners are happier in their work Than any of their clients. So that's your time, your money, your love life, your horizon, your health, your social status and your happiness, all determined in part at a job interview. If life really does boil down to a few decisive moments, the interview is surely one of them. Like it or not, people who are good at interviews tend to be good at life. With so much resting on the outcome, It's no wonder interviewees get nervous. But as scary as it is to meet one's destiny in a job interview, you're at least told about the meeting in advance and given a chance to prepare. You get more notice of your key moment than Andy Summers got for his. Better still, with interviews, you only need to practice a little harder than the rest, not for hours a day like musicians do. If you think of interviews that way, they'll suddenly seem less like a trial more like a lucky big break, a tip-off, an inside advantage, one that you should seize with everything you have.